on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. One story dominating all of the front pages today. A woman last night charged with the murder of her six-year-old son, the front of the Irish son, as boy laid to rest today, mum on Matt murder charge. The Irish Daily Mirror special court sitting, mum on Matthew murder charge and the Irish Daily Star Matthew tragedy, mum's murder charge. The mother of a six-year-old boy appeared in court last night charged with his murder. Ruth Purcell Healy, aged 37, of Bishopsfield, Williamstown and Waterford City brought before a special sitting of Waterford District Court and uh, she has been remanded in custody in Limerick Prison and her next court appearance will be via video link on Tuesday the 20th of February and uh, the funeral of Matthew takes place later today. The Irish Times on the front page, Radker accuses Israel of becoming blinded by rage. Uh, The photograph on the front is just, I mean, the scale of destruction and devastation in Gaza. The photograph is of a Palestinian man inspecting the damage to his house. And really, you'd have to say what's left of his house after a raid by Israeli forces who were looking for his son uh, in the West Bank yesterday. Um, And as we say, Radker is... There's an interesting shift in language from the government when it comes to Israel now. We heard Simon Coveney out yesterday uh, and Leo Radker as well. Uh, and the Irish Times says that, that there's a hardening of the Irish government's criticism of Israel's actions in Gaza. So Simon Coveney said yesterday Israel is behaving like a rogue state. And then Leo Radker said that Israel has become blinded by rage. I saw Simon Coveney on primetime last night and uh, certainly the language has changed slightly the rhetoric from Dublin, according to the Irish Times, comes amid fears that Israel will invade the southern Gaza city of Rafa, where more than a million war refugees are holed up in temporary shelters. Also on the front of the Irish Times, Dennis O'Brien gets richer uh, because he sold the Beacon Hospital for over €400 million. Euro. It's been bought by an Australian financial services giant. This news broke yesterday morning. Uh, they've agreed to buy the Beacon in a deal worth more than €400 million. Euro, uh, and the Beacon is 80% owned by Dennis O'Brien and the shareholders have agreed to sell to the asset manager through the Macari European Infrastructure Fund 7. That's the name of the company. Never heard of it before, but clearly they have a lot of money to buy a hospital for 400 million. The Irish Independent toy show musical writer reveals the chaos backstage. There was a palpable sense of panic and pressure in RT over toy show the musical. Writing in the Irish Independent today, Lisa Tierney Kyo details the sense of chaos behind the scenes on the flop musical that lost over 2 million euro. And then the front of the Irish Daily Mail, toy show musical risk memo not sent. Former chair of the RT board, Moya Doherty, asked that memos on the risks, cost and ticket sales for Toy Show the Musical not be shared before a key meeting that greenlit the costly flop, according to the Irish Daily Mail. The front of the Irish Examiner, a lovely photograph of three women getting ready for Valentine's Day in Clonakilty outside a florist there. Lovely flowers and teddy bears in the photograph. Uh, the main story on the front of the examiner is about our naval service. We do have a naval service in this country, but unfortunately right now the naval service can only put out one ship 
on sea patrols. This has been the case for the past month because of mechanical issues and a lack of specialist personnel. And the Irish Examiner has also learned that a shortage of expert technicians has delayed the deployment of two smaller vessels which arrived from New Zealand last May. And it looks like uh, they're not going to become operational until next winter. So we have the ships, the boats, but we can't get them out onto the sea. Inside the papers then, there's confusion over the refund scheme for your cans and bottles. The Mail says that the company behind the deposit return scheme is monitoring the scheme after a number of complaints from the public. Uh, And the complaints are, I'm sure you've seen some of this on social media, or maybe you've been in the supermarkets yourselves, some of the machines are out of order, there's scanning issues with them, uh, and people are just abandoning their recyclables because uh, they can't get the refund back on them, so they're leaving them beside the machine. We saw the photograph from Finnegal Senator Barry Ward uh, from his local Lidl of two out-of-order return machines and a number of plastic bags overflowing with bottles and cans. So there are some problems with it, and uh, the company that runs the scheme said issues do not appear to be widespread and it is continuing to monitor it. I would be very interested, just looking at the photographs here, I'd be very interested to know if people who have uh, who use wheelchairs are able to use this, because from the machines I have seen, they're very high up. So uh, I'm not sure if you have to use a wheelchair, if you would be able to uh, use the machine. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe there's other areas where the machines have uh, lower accessibility, but certainly of the ones I saw, I don't know how you do it in a wheelchair. Now, other stories briefly to tell you about in the papers. Gavin and Stacey coming back, and we're all very, very excited about this. Uh, It's not coming back until Christmas time, but already people are thrilled. The sun has more on the news that Gavin and Stacey fans overjoyed last night at the prospect of the classic sitcom reoccurring after the last episode left them with a cliffhanger. Apparently they're finalising a script right now and they're going to try film it during the summer for next Christmas. But here's the interesting one. Obviously the BBC has owned Gavin and Stacey and aired it. It was, I think, on BBC Three before moving to BBC One. But apparently Netflix are trying to buy it. So Netflix are trying to edge out BBC in the running to become the host of Gavin and Stacey. So let's see where this one goes. Uh, One source told the Irish Sun on a bleak February morning, this is the news that every Gavin and Stacey fan has wanted. Uh, And they did say they would bring back the show. They rang the individual members of the cast to float the idea of a one-off special and every single person was excited to be on board. So looks like it's happening. We just don't know where we'll be able to watch it. Final story comes from the eye. I'm avoiding all the Valentine stuff because I'm kind of fed up of it, to be honest. It's, if you want to read about Valentine's Day, there's loads in the papers. Nothing groundbreaking, the usual advice on love and all that stuff. Don't worry, you'll be fed up of it by the end of the day. So final story comes from the eye about your dream dinner party guest. And the most in-demand dinner party guests from past and present have been revealed. Now, it's a British survey, so it won't surprise you that most of the people are English. Number one, Sir David Attenborough. That's who people want at their dinner table, followed by Princess Diana, Freddie Mercury, Robin Williams, Queen Elizabeth II, Peter Kay, Jesus is in sixth position. Also in sixth position is Stephen Fry, 
David Bowie and Marilyn Monroe. Uh, the research by the family tree company Find My Past asked the public to create a shortlist of ideal dinner party guests living and dead and the top 40 was then put back to the vote and coming out on top is David Attenborough on 18%. So that's who people want at their dinner table. Uh, I think for other people they'd quite like to have just their friends and family around for a nice meal. Anyway, those are the stories making the headlines in the papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com This, this is Newstalk. Talk.